Welcome to this episode of NASA Talks. Today's episode features a conversation between past president and chief of the New Jersey Bureau of Securities, Chris Gerald, and current president and senior deputy commissioner of the West Virginia Securities Commission, Lisa Hopkins. This conversation took place during NASA's annual conference on September 1st pleased to open our 2020 annual conference with a conversation with incoming NASA President Lisa Hopkins. So for the next 20 minutes or so, Lisa and I will discuss uh, her views on issues of interest to those who follow the work of NASA and individual state and provincial securities regulators in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And we'll get to learn a little bit uh, about Lisa. So let's get started. I know people are interested in learning uh, who will be joining uh, you on NASA's leadership team uh, this year, Lisa? Thanks to all of you for tuning in. And a special thanks to our membership for giving me this opportunity to serve. I will do my best to make sure your faith in me was not misplaced. You know, Chris, our members are amazing in terms of their commitment, knowledge, and experience. And certainly I think our leadership team this year uh, exemplifies those qualities. So without any further ado, I'll jump, as you say, right into it. Uh, joining the board this year as our president-elect is Melanie Lubin. Congratulations, Melanie, and I very much look forward to working closely and collaboratively with you over the year ahead. Joining the board will be Leslie Van Buskirk, and returning are Andrew Hartnett, Bill Beatty, Claire McHenry, Travis Isles, Kevin Hoyt, and last, but certainly not least, Chris Gerald to be our soon-to-be past president. I also want to take a moment to thank uh, Tanya Sala for all of her work uh, on the board. Tanya's term on the board is over, but I have always enjoyed, Tanya, your insights and perspective, and uh, I thank you for all of that. And before we move any for further, I want to uh, thank all of our section chairs in advance. I have been a section chair and I know what a heavy lift it is. So I thank you for all of the hard work you're about to get yourselves into. Well, that's uh, fantastic, Lisa. Uh, I, I, you have an exceptional leadership team this year joining you, uh, and I know you're gonna have an outstanding year. Uh, and, and I wanna learn about some of the issues uh, that are gonna be impacting you this year, as well as your priorities, but before we get there, uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, your history, uh, the Securities Commission of West Virginia, and the State Auditor's Office as well? Sure, Chris. Very briefly, I grew up in both Massachusetts and West Virginia. And when I graduated from law school, I was drawn uh, to the state of West Virginia, both for its beauty and because of the kindness and generosity of its people. So I was in private practice for about seven years, and then I was very fortunate to join the West Virginia State Auditor's Office and a tremendous group of colleagues. Uh, the Securities Commission is a division of the Auditor's Office, and in the mid-2000s, I was uh, put in charge of that division. And I uh, just have a tremendous staff I'm very grateful for. So I would also just like to take a moment and say thank you to my colleagues at the State Auditor's Office and my staff at the Securities Commission, and a particular thanks to the West Virginia State Auditor, J.B. McCuskey. Uh, all your support and encouragement has uh, meant the world. Thank you. 
looking ahead, Lisa, uh, what are some of your priorities uh, for NASA this coming year? Well, certainly, Chris, I hope to follow your leadership and be a strong investor advocate and support our membership. Uh, after that, I think it's important that we recognize the elephant in the room. We're in the midst of a pandemic. So uh, we have a working group that the board has just formalized into a board level committee, and we will continue to focus on initiatives and issues related to the pandemic. In terms of policy, uh, we will continue to focus on private market expansion and uh, Reg BI implementation. And finally, last but not least, certainly by any means, we will be focusing on engagement and inclusion, uh, not just with our membership, but also with other regulators, industry, investors, and particularly those investors who have been underserved. Well, you certainly have a full agenda. Uh, I'd like to ask you about each one of these individually, uh, starting with, as you said, the elephant in the room. Uh, you and I share the unique experience of, of leading NASA uh, during a global pandemic. Uh, it, how is NASA responding, uh, and what have you learned from this experience so far? Well, I, I agree with you, Chris. This is certainly a, a unique experience. And I hope that uh, you and I are NASA's only two pandemic presidents. Uh, but that being said, uh, adaptation, I think, is the first thing I've really learned through this experience. Here we are, you and I, we're sitting here having a fireside chat and there's no fire. And really there's nobody here in my room to chat with. So uh, definitely adaptation. Uh, I think our membership have uh, shown a lot of adaptation during this time period. In March, most of our members pivoted to a remote environment. And despite the challenges they faced, all of the licensing, compliance, and enforcement work continued. In fact, uh, you'll hear, I'm not sure whether it's today or tomorrow, but you'll, you'll hear of a new initiative that the enforcement section uh, has come up with in this space. So uh, adaptation, I'm very proud of our members for what they've done uh, in that regard. We also began the uh, COVID-19 working group, which I mentioned earlier, to assist industry in serving their customers and to help our uh, membership to meet the remote challenges that we've been facing. And I'm very uh, glad to say that the board did just formalize that into the, better make sure I get this acronym right, Crisis Planning and Recovery, or CPR, board level committee. And uh, that committee will continue to focus on all things pandemic related, uh, particularly best practices, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And we're interested in hearing uh, from folks, both within, within our membership and within industry of what's worked and what hasn't worked. I mean, this is an opportunity for us uh, to really move forward together in that space. So, the second thing I think I've learned uh, besides adaptation is the need and the value for collaboration and teamwork. Uh, I think we're in the midst of a paradigm shift, if you will, of how we work, certainly uh, remotely and not in offices and various home spaces, but also how we view work. And uh, I think this paradigm shift will result, and I hope it will result, in fewer silos and more bridges. I think some examples of that uh, that NASA has had this spring uh, 
we've worked very collaboratively with FINRA on uh, online exams, uh, getting uh, re remote testing opportunities available uh, for folks. And I think that's been a successful collaboration. We've also worked with SEC and FINRA to produce investor alerts. And uh, that's been very successful. So I hope that these opportunities for bridges and collaboration will continue, uh, not just during the pandemic, but long after the masks come off. Uh, I absolutely agree with you, Lisa. Uh, collaboration is essential, uh, not only with fellow regulators, but also with uh, external stakeholders, including financial professionals in the regulated uh, community. And I know you feel the same way too. Absolutely, Chris. We are stronger and more effective when we collaborate towards common goals. I think uh, a prime example of that is the Act to Protect Vulnerable Adults. That is really a win-win between industry and regulators. It allows uh, both groups to pretend, pre prevent fraud and to protect the most vulnerable. And quite frankly, the act is working. Uh, 28 states thus far have adopted the act, and I'm hopeful that more will in the near future. Of the states that have enacted it, I think in 2018, there were uh, 426 referrals from industry. And in 2019, that number jumped to 709. So it's a, it's a tremendous uh, example of a win-win uh, synergy of uh, opportunities and interests. I also wanna mention, I'm very proud to say that West Virginia has also just enacted the Model Act and we've already had our first referral. So again, as we move forward, uh, we want to explore more opportunities for synergy in the future. We wanna hear from you. Well, that's fantastic. As you know, the strength of NASA is, is really in its membership. Uh, the state, provincial securities regulators throughout the US, Canada, and Mexico, uh, certainly the army of volunteers that NASA has working to advance its mission. Uh, our member agencies cover the spectrum uh, in size from, from small offices uh, to large agencies with, with hundreds of employees. What is your message to our members uh, in the smaller agencies or at the smaller agencies? Well, you know, Chris, it's just been a, an amazing opportunity to work closely with you this past year. And one of the things that I've noticed is there may be a small difference in size between New Jersey and West Virginia. And I think that's sometimes informed our opinions and our perspectives on things. Uh, I'm fond of saying uh, where you stand depends on where you sit. And so, uh, yes, we have a number of members, many that are small in stature, but mighty in terms of purpose and results. And NASA has great tools for its members, but it's not a one size fits all. And we wanna make sure that our tools are right size for all of our members. And we also want to make sure that we're inclusive of all of our members' perspectives and experience. That sounds wonderful. Uh, and now turning to matters of, of policy, uh, you and I both share concerns about federal efforts uh, to expand private markets. Uh, could you tell us about that and, and your plans for this year? Well, certainly, Chris, uh, we all support responsible capital formation. But expansion of private markets without uh, commensurate regulatory tools or transparency is troubling, and it's a potential breeding ground for fraud. 
I think, unfortunately, the new accredited investor definition was a missed opportunity in that regard. But uh, yes, we will be monitoring this situation very closely in the year ahead. And I have great confidence in our corporate uh, finance section led by Mike Pichek, as well as our federal legislation committee uh, chaired by Claire McHenry. And they will make sure that uh, that we are up to breast on all um, initiatives as they occur and that NASA, NASA's uh, viewpoints are advanced. That's that's fantastic. Uh, uh, turning to what was the biggest issue uh, facing uh, uh, regulators and, and other stakeholders alike, uh, regulation best interest. Uh, it's been in effect for, for two months now. Uh, NASA and state securities regulators were uh, active advocates for raising the standard of care for broker dealers. Uh, I know it's early, uh, but what are your thoughts on the rules, uh, initial implementation, and and any possible NASA response? Well, um, I think we, we're going to gauge the effectiveness of the implementation for investors. Uh, as I'm sure everyone knows, we have a uh, board-level committee, Reg BI uh, Implementation Committee, chaired by Andrea Seit. That is a fantastic dedicate, dedicated group. They... Uh, they had a coordinated sweep um, in February, which uh, basically took a snapshot of the industry practices in 2018. And that will be a benchmark moving forward uh, to see how effective the implementation is in addressing certain challenges that, uh, that their coordinated exam revealed. And I'm not going to steal anyone's thunder and say what those challenges were. I'm sure I know that the Reg BI session comes right after this, and I'm sure you'll hear quite a bit more about that going forward. But uh, you know, the next exam will see how uh, those challenges were addressed. So stay tuned. Well, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to that uh, that next panel and, and some of those results. Uh, I would like to turn to an area in which NASA has devoted uh, significant attention. Uh, the use of technology to develop and provide resources for its internal and external stakeholders. Uh, we made some real significant advances this year, and I understand uh, you are going to continue uh, the focus, uh, the association's focus and attention on technology. Well, Chris, we live in a tech world, and uh, some of us have embraced it. Others have been drawn kicking and screaming to the party. But uh, certainly NASA has always been advancing our position in this space. I think a great example of that is uh, the EFD system. It took a basically a snail mail paper-based filing system and made it electronic. And um, issuers, I think, and regulators love it. Since its inception, there have been approximately 440,000 Reg Ds filed on the system. And uh, subsequently, when UITs were brought on board, there have been, I think, around 35,000 of those. So the, the system is working, and uh, it's a very valuable tool. In fact, uh, just during the pandemic, uh, the, the steering committee switched horses very quickly. Um, talk about adaptation. Uh, they created the universal filing type, which has allowed issuers to file a broad range of uh, filing types on the system. And that was uh, very valuable to both issuers and regulators who were both trying to figure out how do we get these filings in a remote environment. 
So that was a fantastic initiative by our EFD steering committee. And I want to uh, commend the committee and Bill Beatty, uh, the chair um, of that committee, for their great leadership in that area. So uh, we're looking forward in the future to mutual funds and franchises come on coming on board. So uh, stay tuned for further developments. Well, it certainly sounds uh, very exciting. Uh, we are running a little low on time, so I, I do want to wrap up our discussion with a, a topic of personal interest, not only to you, but to many uh, in the audience. Uh, certainly the events of this summer have led to a lot of questions and discussions about diversity, equity, inclusion. Uh, what, do you, what do you and, and NASA think could or should be done in this area? You know, this is a very important issue, and it deserves thoughtful and ongoing dialogue. And we have already begun to engage with stakeholders, both internal and external. Uh, we plan on listen, listening carefully and then engaging meaningfully. If there is a role for regulators in the solution, we want to be there. So I don't have any particular initiatives to discuss right now because we are in the engagement stage. Um, but stay tuned in this space as well. I think that you'll see some um, some movement in this area uh, in the near future. What is it about NASA that has motivated you uh, to assume this important office? You know, I have been influenced by so many members, both past and present. I can recall, you and I have talked, uh, Chris, about the fact that our membership meetings, uh, that we have this big square table and we sit around the table in alphabetical order. And so for so many years, I sat next to Patty Strzok from Wisconsin. And Patty would turn to me almost every meeting and look over her glasses and say, and Lisa, when will you run for NASA president? And I would look at Patty kind of askance and think to myself, that is never going to happen. So I learned two things from that experience. Number one, never say never. And number two, Patty Strzok was always right. <laughs> but uh, another past member I can think of who really influenced and really started my path uh, to this position was Shanita Boucher. And Shanita one day uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said, Lisa, you need to join the IA section. And so I did. And from there to here, you know, it's funny. Barry Glennon, our member services chair, uh, our colleague from New Hampshire, is fond of saying it's the personal touch that makes the difference. And I think that was certainly true for me. And I think it's true for most of our members. And particularly in these challenging times where we're perhaps a little isolated uh, working remotely, the personal touch makes all the difference. And I hope we have more of that in the weeks, months, and years ahead. In terms of current members, you know who you are, who have encouraged me to seek this role and uh, believed that I had something important to share. And um, I thank you for your faith in me. And finally, I do want to once again mention uh, the state auditor of West Virginia, J.B. McCuskey, because he has actually been an advocate for me to take this role. And I could not, as you said, the heavy lift of this position, I could not uh, undertake it without his encouragement and uh, support. So thank you once again, J.B. And thanks to all of our membership and, and thanks to you, Chris, for your mentorship this year. 
Thank you for listening to this edition of NASA Talks. Make sure to tune in next time for more information on investor protection.